Hello and welcome to our uh, midweek practice, Lenten, uh, part of our Lenten rhythm here at Stetler Community Church. Um, my name is Peter and once again this week we'll be looking at the practice of silence. So let's jump in. Now, if you've been following along for the last little while, you'll have followed followed a couple a couple of reflections on on silence already. And one thing that may have come up is that you may have thought, "Wow, silence is hard. This practice of being silent." Uh, externally and internally isn't easy and if you've if you've uh, tried the practice it's not it's it is kind of hard and it takes intentionality there's there's the logistics of of when 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 to to try and practice um, if if it's the middle of or the or morning and you're trying to get school kids off to school there's chaos and uproar everywhere and that probably isn't going to work super well and so it takes some planning about when when and how how you can practice silence and it also takes time uh, it just it's a whole lot easier and I know from experience it's a whole lot easier to to say yeah I'd like to do that than then to take five minutes even out of your day to to carve that time out and and be consistent with that it takes time and it's it's not super easy and you may have also found that it takes some determination uh, the the inner noise the inner dialogue when when you begin a time of silence can be deafening. It can feel like, you know, silence. This this time of reflection and and being present to yourself and to God isn't working. And so then that can feel like a disappointment. I, I hope that um, if these things are true that, that you'll stick with it and I'd, I'd like to encourage you as we go go on that 
Yes, it is hard, but stick with it. Another, another thing that, that Manuel brought up quite well last week is that being silent is giving up control. That when we're, we're playing noise, externally or we're, we're surrounding ourselves with noise we're kind of controlling controlling ourselves a little bit controlling our lives but in silence we kind of start to let go of that and and let God God come in and shape us and, and that can be scary but not everything about silence is scary or bad you may, may kind of wonder if it's if it's so hard what's what's so good about it and one very poignant idea that I came across this last week on a, on a podcast was that yes silence and solitude practicing that can be hard but we have a yearning I have a yearning anyways of something deeper something more than what I experience in my busy, loud day and a part of that, I think, a part of that yearning can be fulfilled in being silent with and before God. And silence, silence is, I'm not going to say it's the only language of God, but it, it's been kind of described as, well, God, God speaks loudest in silence. Uh, you may remember, recall the story of Elijah going to the mountain and there's, earthquake and a fire and a great windstorm but God wasn't in any of those things and then there is a still quiet whisper and that's where God was and so silence Solitude isn't the only way, but it's it's a way that we can help attune ourselves to listen to God, to hear from Him, let Him speak, to to stop, not let Him speak, but stop 
drowning out the noise and the chaos so that we can hear. As Manuel also brought up, silence and solitude isn't necessarily just in the moment, doesn't affect just the moment. It's as you practice it, it can it can change your lifestyle so that you slow down and listen more just in general and when we're not making noise and we're not and we and we are listening that's when we can hear from others hear their needs their unspoken needs their, even their spoken needs that sometimes we're so busy and loud that that we we can't hear that we ignore it or we just can't plain hear it we also drown out, drown out that dialogue within ourselves, which it can be a bad thing. Like it can be a, a frustrating thing. Certainly, when you're trying, trying to be silent before God, and there's this constant noise of inner dialogue. But it is also dangerous or missing something to, to ignore that dialogue as well. We, we may not like it because there's, there's un uncomfortable things that, that we're replaying or, or whatnot. But there's oftentimes lots of emotion that that we just try to ignore that when we when we face that and and acknowledge it then we can be we, well, we're more true to ourselves and we can also understand it and and if there's brokenness then work towards healing so that's that's kind of a, a bit of a recap and hopefully going beyond recap a little bit of, of things we've talked about already but how how do you be silent before God and uh, Frederick Wagner who Manuel quoted last week that the end of his quote I think put it put it well that it's just by keeping silent Now there's, there's some nuance beyond that, as as we've said, like pl 
planning and, and preparing is, is great. But it is also so simple that if you plan it or not, if it, if it just comes up that you have a, f a free moment, a, a minute or, or half an hour, and you just sit in silence or, or stand or, or walk, whatever, and you focus on listening to God, that in a nutshell is what is what this practice is at first you may not be good at it i don't i, I wouldn't say that i'm very good at it now um, but <laughs> it's not a competition either we're not we're not competing against each other we're not even necessarily competing against ourselves showing up in repetition are, are where growth growth oftentimes happens in in this it's it's like say weightlifting or something i can't necessarily bench press 500 pounds i probably wouldn't ever i can't bench press 200 pounds but over time, if I, if I train myself, then maybe I could, or, or I could bench press 150. But it, I can't do it now, but if I work towards it, if we work towards sitting, being in silence before God, we will become more proficient. Again, not that it's competition but it will become easier to quiet and to listen another another thing that that can be helpful is is to find someone to to talk to about practicing silence whether whether it's a friend or a family member maybe a co-worker that that can be quite helpful um, I I'd be willing to I, I'm gonna say I'm not super great at this but I'd be I'd be willing to to walk alongside anyone who would like help in this in this searching for searching for God, I guess, through through silence because that's that's what this really boils down to. It's silence is a means to an end of of listening to God and and then hearing from God so that we can become become more Christ-like and to be more attuned to what he would have us do
you would like uh, to contact me, uh, you could message uh, the church Facebook or comment below and we'll sure try and make that happen. God bless.